Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Rusty Quill presents. Hey everyone, Alexi Talanda here, and welcome to our bonus content as we work on putting Ostium Season 6 together. We're continuing with our Behind the Ostium series as we go in-depth with the making and discussion of how each episode of Ostium came to be, as well as much more. I am joined by Dwayne Farver, a big fan of the show and creator of the spin-off podcast, Manifestations. If you enjoy the Behind the Ostium series, you can get full access to over 50 episodes right now by supporting Team Ostium on Patreon at patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast. You'll also get access to a bunch of other bonus content on there too. Once again, that's patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast. We'll continue working on getting Ostium Season 6 ready for release in 2022, but for now, sit back and enjoy another episode of Behind the Ostium. So then we get to episode 26, Into the Black. Um, so it was really um, going to this point, I think I had originally planned to have five episodes for Monica and five episodes for Jake or the rest of the characters. To tell, or actually at this point it would have been just Jake to tell his story and as I was telling Monica's story it was like I was having fun answering the questions world building developing all this stuff and then I knew I needed to have her tell the story in the way that she did and have it completely told that she wanted to so that it went beyond the five episodes and ended up doing six episodes because now that she'd finished telling her story of all this I had to get her out of there somehow <laughs> That it wasn't just going to be her stuck there for the rest of eternity or whatever it was going to be, or wait for Jake to possibly rescue her in some way. Um, so it was just kind of interesting to be another moment where I'd set kind of a setting for myself where I just wanted this so many episodes for her, but I had to ignore it when I had to stick to the story I wanted to tell and just let it grow and, and develop in the way it wanted. And again, I feel it paid off and was the right thing to do. Um, so this one goes into their meeting of what they're planning to do with Ostium. Uh, again, we have the idea of the big boss listening in, but he's not involved. You know, he's not actually there. They still don't know who he is. Um, and Monica tries to kind of find out what their goal is, what their intention is with here. And they kind of just cover it up. Cause I think again, it was, as we were talking a little about this, it's almost the, the lower downs don't actually know themselves either. They just follow the rules that have passed off the chain and it's not till you get to the very upper echelons at HQ looking down that you actually that actually know what's going on or what their plans are necessarily. Um, so it was talk about all these different ideas. It gave me a little, um, I think this is where I got to have the um, costume files be born to and to write little past different stories and things like that um, as little extra episodes we've done on Patreon and through the regular feed. Um, and also setting this up as a, a big monumental step that, you know, they're, they're going to uncharted territory here. This is something that's never been done before. Um, and that there's kind of something kind of, you know, miraculous and marvelous about it and how unique and special it is that they've gone so far. And now they're at this moment where something can actually happen that's special. Um, and then you have to, you know, when you pick your area or rough your area where you want to go, you've got to research it out and really immerse yourself into it. Um, 
and it's here you get to see that um, they plan to use Steve as the first guy, um, almost to the point where that might have been their intention before even bringing Monica on, that they knew he was going to be that guy, possibly. I'm spitballing now, but this feels kind of right as I'm talking about it, um, that it's fitting in. They've known all along that he was going to be the guinea pig to try it out for the first time, well, this next this new time. Um, but they didn't bank on how powerful and determined Monica would be when she found out. Um, and I think almost that they knew they had to have Monica with Steve to come to the Austin Network because Steve might not have done it on his own, possibly. Um, even though he said he wanted to do it, he might have had second thoughts when he talked it over with her or something, and that's why they had to bring them both in um, to make sure that he would come, but also that um, they would also have their uses with Monica's um, architecture and knowledge and stuff like that in developing Ostium. Uh, we do have the explanation of the uh, little of the mention of the infrared map because that was something that just came about as I was writing Jake and Monica, and I knew at this point I needed to put something in here to complete that connection to say this is why that happened. <laughs> there was a reason for it. It's not just a red herring. Um, and this is where we have um, also playing around with um, as Monica is telling this last part of the story and going through everything that was set up that she starts to understand um, how she can get out of this possibly in realizing this. And this is one of those moments where it was just me touching, you know, touching the keys, letting the words come out. And Monica is the character realizing, wait a minute, we set this thing up with that little food delivery system. There is this other door. There is a way I can actually get out of here. Um, and I had fun pulling in you know, the echoey voice of Jake as her like subconscious talking to her, which she knew about, but it was also kind of, again, a way to, to make the episode feel fresh and different because you heard to hear Jake and just give more dimension to the, to the episode. Um, and throw in some of these quotes that will come later on with future episodes and stuff too. Um, and so then that leads Monica the, to discover that she might have a way of getting out of here, a uh, kind of little fail-safe trap door that she didn't set up, but she knew was there because they told her when they were first visiting the uh, town of Austin for the first time and how it all worked. Um, so then she goes on her own path of determination of, you know, now hope is blossoming in her and she wants to get out. She wants to be free. Um, she's gone through her own kind of um, stages of grief and of acceptance and of telling her tale and understanding that she, you know, she did the things she did. They, she thought they were for these reasons, they were possibly different reasons, and that she's come out of it now in her own kind of rebirth um, as a new person, a different person, and now has a way of possibly getting out. Um, and so that's when she goes through all those different, uh, all through the crust of food and all that stuff and finds a way of getting out. Um, of course, she then is confronted by ghostly voices on the other side that, um, strange little tiny door that much as Jake had defied the rules of physics and things like that when they were in um, the cave of the skull cult and he fit into the little space. It's where she realized she could possibly do the same thing. And it's really here that we've had hints before that Ostia might have something to do with Monica in some way. Now we actually get concrete proof where Ostium lets Monica become part of it and get through this strange little door. 
Um, the little door came from specifically Stephen King's It, which I don't know if you've read that, Dwayne. Have you? Uh, I've I've seen the the earlier TV. Uh, okay, miniseries. the miniseries mm-hmm. with Tim Curry. So, yeah, I'm familiar, but I've never read the book. And yeah. honestly, the the miniseries is definitely where it has a concrete picture in my mind of that tiny little door. Though it's in the book too, is that way? But really, for that miniseries, it's in my head of that was the little door. That's exactly what it looks like, so, <laughs> you know. And that's what it was like her fitting through that. Um, again, playing with you know Pennywise, who could defy physics too and change shapes and fit through any dimensions. Here you have Monica doing it. Um, and also with her, I used intentional language here with her being on her knees to get through. And both times I mentioned that she was almost in like a praying posture. And that was intentional to show that she was begging Ostium to let her through and accept her. And then on the other side, she was let through. So she was once again thanking and from a prayerful position that Ostium had granted her this this link now making her part of Ostium. Um, and that's when, of course, she finds her ghouls and goblins and all those creepy sounds again and has to get out of there however she can. Um, she does get somewhat injured in it, but does eventually make it out through a final door and back to the place she's been talking about for the last six episodes. Um, except it appears there's no one else there and she's all alone again. So now it's the, well, I got out of it, but did I really get out of anything or am I just in a different place in exactly the same circumstances? To be continued next season (laughs) for her story. (laughs) What have you got? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I I did write um, about your comment uh, about the story, A Sound of Thunder, mm-hmm. where the, the time travel story where the Ray Bradbury steps story on, yep. steps on a bug and changes yep. all of history. Mm-hmm. Ray Bradbury, um, yep. And well, like they step on a butterfly, yep. but that's not where butter the butterfly effect no. that term yep. comes from. That it comes from chaos theory. Yeah. And, and I remember reading a book on chaos theory when I was in high school about. And it, it mentioned the butterfly somewhere in the Pacific flaps mm-hmm. its way. Right. A hurricane. Hurricane. Yep. <clears throat> so that just brought back, a, it was very nostalgic for me. <laughs> um, but I liked Monica's comment um, about chaos theory that to her, it smacks mightily of BS. <laughs> I was like, it kind of does. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, but then so does, so does quantum entanglement, honestly, that you have this idea that these electrons or whatever at one place are somehow connected to electrons in a totally different area, you know, on the other side of the universe, potentially. It's, yeah. Instantaneously communicating, knowing what the other one's doing, but far enough away that light, the the travel time by light is not really Mm -hmm. allowing that to happen. Um, And and I did write down here that the the big why of the Ostium network was never... Mm -hmm. Revealed mm-hmm. to 
to them um, that you, you had covered that. Um, and that she's back to Gibraltar, which is now empty, and she's still alone. It's um, got to have that Austin steel of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one else here but you. <laughs> um, one last point I just want to make, too, is I shifted um, when she gets through that little door, I changed the tense, I think, um, to present as opposed to past. Um, one, to because she's about to have a kind of intense action scene, but also to show that kind of this point she's kind of been relaying the past door of what's been happening and stuff. And now it's kind of like it's happening to her right at that moment and she's telling it, meaning that's when you switch to present tense, you don't always know what's going to happen next or, you know, what could happen to the character. Anything can happen. There's no limits, you know, sort of thing. So that was an intentional thing too, to, to change the dynamic and feel of it because she got into this new place, but also to set up that there was intense stuff about to happen and you didn't know how she was going to fare from it. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60.